Hi, listeners. Matthew here. Uh, listen, uh, this episode features our guest Ro from the uh, Genuine Draft podcast. Uh, this podcast was recorded a week ago before the Astros beat the Red Sox and before the Braves beat the Dodgers. <laughs> anyway, please keep that in mind when you hear references to those series uh, during the podcast. Thanks. Now take it away, Bob. Welcome to Giant Cocktails, a podcast where lifelong Giants fans talk about the San Francisco Giants while drinking homemade cocktails. And now, here's your hosts, Ben and Matthew Henry. of Giant Cocktails. Thank you for that fantastic intro, Bob. Yes, I am Ben Henry, alongside my brother, Captain Emeritus, the esteemed National League West Division champion, a man who never checks his swings and never makes the wrong call when other people check their swings. Matthew Henry, but today, Bob, you got it wrong because we actually have a third member of the team today, uh, and he is our, our our great friend Ro, who runs the Genuine Draft podcast, uh, joining us today. But before we get there, Matthew, what is your favorite beer? Go. Do I have to say Genuine Draft? No, you don't have to say. You don't have to say. <laughs> They're uh, all good. genuine drafts, Matthew. Yes. If, if it comes out of a draft, it's genuine. All right, all right. Well, then I'm going with Pliny the Younger from the Russian Ooh. River Brewing Company, which is literally exactly one mile from my house because I run by it every every day. Wow. So, so you got Pliny the Young. You've never told me this in 35 <laughs> episodes and like 45 years of being your brother. <laughs> <laughs> never told me that you live next to the Russian River Brewery. But anyway, yes. enough of that. This is uh, this is adorable. You get here, so. <laughs> Thank you. And listeners, that is our friend Ro joining us today uh, on, on our special episode. Thanks for um, having me, guys. No, absolutely. It, it's absolutely fantastic to have you here. Uh, we have a we have our guy Bob. Is Bob ready? Is Bob out of makeup yet, Matthew? What are you drinking? What am I drinking? I made I made a cocktail that you guys put together, oh. and um, there's 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 a there's there's two cocktails right um, that that I want to mention, and um, um, the one that I'm drinking now is um, not the gin flip. The gin flip is the one that you guys made for me the other day. Can you help? Help me out here, guys. Um, it's the one. Um, it's the one that makes you forget. Oh, the mind like, eraser. The mind eraser. The, mi- the mind eraser. That that's what I'm drinking right now. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Right. That is two um, ounces of vodka, two ounces of Kahlua, topped off with club soda. I don't know if that's how Roe has made it. It certainly looks like that's how Roe has made it because he looks like a happy yeah. man right now. And <laughs> uh, I tell. Um, 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a, but I mean, as it's, close to the recipe as I could have. Yeah, whatever. It. It's fine. Are you still in that place right now where you need to erase your mind from what happened to our, 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 our fair giants or? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, dude. I, I, well, I mean, I, I, I posted a tweet and I was just like, I've been, I realized I've been a mean drunk since the giants lost. And I, I was like, you know, um, Jesus, forgive me for I've sinned. Um, I do, for I do not know what I say, but, but, but really, I think I do know what I say. And I think the MLB, dude, I mean, uh, if I can be f- totally French, um, we'll beep you up. Sorry. Not, like, yeah, we, um, yeah. Tim Cook says we can't say uh, those words on our show, but we'll right. beep you out. It's fine. No, no, no. I, it, uh, I mean, it, it, we don't usually do the beeps, but it's fine. We'll, we'll work one out for you. We don't usually last last time last episode was like a minute straight. Ro Ro probably hasn't listened to our last episode at this point, so he doesn't know that, Matthew. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine, Ro. We know where the beep button is, believe me. Um, It makes it tough, makes life difficult because, like, I can't watch Sports Center. I mean, I can't, I mean, eventually, I guess I will. Um, at least my Red Sox, my Red Sox are there in the East Coast. And right. just like you just got a like backup team, that's good. British. You got a backup team. You got a backup team. I got, I got backup play. I got, I got a backup manager in Dusty Baker. I got a backup shortstop in Christian Arroyo, and I got oh, a yeah, backup closer dude. in Will Smith. The Giants are going to win a ring this year, hey, one way <laughs> by by hook or by crook. Dude, oh, so, unless the Dodgers win, in which case all the bets are off. Do, 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 do you remember when the Red Sox beat Dodgers in the, in, uh, like a couple of years ago? I try Jeez. not to think about the Red Sox or the Dodgers, Ro. Um, oh, you're, you're not a big Red Sox fan. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a big Red Sox fan. I mean, I don't. I don't hate them. I don't we're hate asshole. them. We're we're fucking yeah i mean you know they are one of those teams that during the last decade tried to say that oh we were better than the giants this decade no you weren't <laughs> did they I say mean, that the dodgers really? try that crap too and they're like oh we won eight nl west division titles in a row and i'm like yeah you pulled an atlanta braves like and yeah never won the world series except in the asterisk year congrats uh how can people i mean this this has got to be one of the most um interesting debates in history right if barry bonds is not allowed into the hall of fame or at least add him into the hall of fame and put an asterisk by by his name but you don't put an asterisk next to the dodgers world series what okay first of all yeah kershaw when there's nobody in the in the stands we all know kershaw just blows in collapses and implodes under pressure so of course when yeah. there's nobody in the Clayton stands stage right kershaw yes yeah he's gonna he's gonna pitch better okay so all of, so yet that that's okay we're i'm not even like i don't think we are even taking that into consideration we're taking more that the fact that it was a six game season into consideration but you add to the fact that also there's nobody in the stands and Having come from a baseball game yesterday, you know, uh, when my, I'll say this, when my girlfriend's in the stands, I'm definitely, I'm clutching a 
the bat a little tighter. Um, um, you know, I want I want I want to hit that jack in front of her. I, I've never hit a home run in front of her ever. I've never even hit a double in front of her. It's always like it's always like a dribbler to third, and I might beat it out. But some, uh, uh, you know, you've just learned that Roe both has a girlfriend and is a major league baseball player. <laughs> yeah, semi-pro. Beer, one beer, one of these might beer, be true. I beer, don't know which. But but beer, we were actually beer, so beer we, were actually, we were talking about cocktails. And you said there was another cocktail, Matthew, that you wanted to ask Roe about. So yes, I, yes. Before well, we get I saw, to what we're drinking. I saw on social media the other day, Roe, you shared that not that not that you asked a bartender to make one of our cocktails, and out of that you actually got a date. Yeah. And so, so, so I have two questions. One, what cocktail was it? And, how and two, uh, how many dates have you gone on? Because yeah, and three, the, uh, yeah, how many girls are you dating? Because 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 we just counted. <laughs> it's just, it's just, how it's much just of the wanted... show are we gonna have to? How much of the show are we just gonna have to throw away, Ro? <laughs> well, okay, I mean, okay, so thirties are an interesting year for dating. Like, um, I'm not, I'm yeah, not most like... people aren't doing them. Okay, remember, we're we're Gen Xers. Yeah, we do it different than you millennial folks. Well, <laughs> let, let's just say that, dude, like, um, you've got these girls that are brought up in the Silicon Valley with high standards. And I think they have outlines in regards to, like, what their man ought to be. And if, like, oh, they, like, cross the lip. Like, they, they I have feel a checklist. like you're about to confess checklist. that you're a liar, Ro. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. So, like, there was a breakup. Followed by the, the light rem, um, percolations of, a, of 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 one relationship, and then that kind of fell through, and then and then and then because of you guys, there's I'm hope. There's rolling, still man. hope for you. I'm rocking and rolling because of the Hatsuko slammer, dude. I'm, Which I'm, cocktail I'm, was sorry, I'm stern the word. The the hot the, 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 the <laughs> you pronounce it because I I can't pronounce it. The, the hot the hatusuko slammer right so it's um one ounce tequila reposado one half white rum one half vodka one half gin one half triple sec fresh this lemon is a juice matthew cocktail it is yeah yeah well so like well he i mean i should he, so first of all he when I, I i showed him this right i showed him like the actual the thing the 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 poster that you guys post out and I put on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yep, the yeah, recipe yeah. can be found there. The yeah. Watasco's well, that's a little whammer. Uh, yep. Watasco right. whammer. Watasco. So mm. he they, he loved the fact that first of all that this existed, right? And he was <laughs> like, he was like, man, you guys got to shoot these to me more, right? And um, big shout out to Bullet and Rye over on Polk Street in um, in San Francisco. And, um, and so that's, that's where the magic happened, boys. Well, I got it. So if you've not had a a Watusco Swammer, it is actually just a, um, it's kind of a knockoff on the Long Island iced tea. Uh, but it's, but it's Reposado is the main, you know, uh, flavor there. And then everything else kind of goes around it. That's why it worked, man. It was easy. It was a litany of alcohol. Right? It is. It, we did not have that on our podcast. I actually created it for, I think, one of the playoff games because I needed something kind of stiff. And that's a pretty right. stiff drink. It's got a lot of alcohol in it. And uh, um, I, You know I what? Like- I I didn't even look at the ingredients. I was just like, hey, check this out. Because I was trying to show up to her. And I was like, <laughs> hey, you know, 
oh, I, I, I have a podcast and it's it's about sports and you know we have you know, it's like you know I'm trying to show off to her right and then like bartender um, yeah yeah and you were like and then, and then like here's one the of my recipes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's fine bro it's fine hey listen I, I, you I, can I play us you, the same I, I, way it's totally I legit i owe you guys some love um and i was like i was like and these guys are great friends of our uh, of the genuine draft yeah, and they did sure and, and they <laughs> no it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine uh, well i'm glad that she was impressed i'm glad you got a date out of it i'm actually yeah. I, I thought for sure it would be one of ben's cocktails so i'm actually a little thrilled that it was mine matthew yeah. but, but let's be clear this was a recipe that you never put on the show that's true it was not on the show it was just on our twitter feed so that's uh, i put it out there on twitter what is the matter with you you can well you, i'll be you, honest you... guys i mean there it wasn't just one drink that we had Right, so there was the, the there was a second one. Okay, um, oh, the second one. Um, and I'm just trying to find it. Uh, maybe do this hot, cold English plumbing thing with Kyle Shinney and um, the dunce of the year. Um, actually, the dunce of the year. Well, while you're looking at that, how about we uh, we share our cocktails and then you can come, uh, yeah, come back to that. Mm-hmm. So, Please. so Ben, do you want to go first or shall I? uh i'll go first well i mean yeah i see you have I'll, a classic there I'll how about you go first. you go last okay, okay you go i'll first. go last i'll go no no you okay. go you go you all go. right well we were we were discussing a cocktail that was going to accurately talk about how we felt about the end of the season and for me the the word was bittersweet right so i really felt like i needed to find something that was uh bitter yet sweet and i figured there's no better cocktail than one that uses one and a half ounces of Angostura bitters. This is called the Trinidad Sour. I thought you were going to say Suffering Bastard. <laughs> no, that one is another favorite of ours. Yes. That, 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 so so I, I did one of those at White Chapel. You guys know White Chapel in San Francisco? And yes, I know. Yeah, White Chapel is a great location. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boy, I, um, great gin I, used to, I, used to, I used to bartend there. Yeah, great gin bar. Everybody loves the suffering bastard. <laughs> yeah, the suffering bastard. Uh, cocktail. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, we got the mind eraser, the suffering bastard, and the Huatusco slammer, which Matthew had been holding back from our listeners. Ben, I, I, I just to throw you some love. Did I? Um, the, the mind eraser is the, the mind eraser. That, that was yes, that was best. Well, yes. I mean that's that's a classic cocktail. It's I didn't Two invent it. So, one but out, it was one, one I brought to the show. One Yes, yeah, yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And well, to be so, fair, yeah. many cocktails that Matthew and I brought to the show were made by other people. Oh yeah. No, we're yeah. not we're not creating these on our own. Most we're not of we did not create seventy unique cocktails during the season. I uh, you know, I imagine you guys having like this um this this this, this um laboratory with like <laughs> and it's like instead of like science, you guys just it's a home bar. <laughs> yeah. right? Laboratory, home bar, you know, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife calls it that thing over there. Can yeah. you clean it up? <laughs> That's its name to her. But um Matthew, an ounce and a half, did I hear that right? Ounce and a half of Angostura bitters. Half an ounce of rye whiskey, three quarter ounces lemon juice, and an ounce of orgeat, your favorite sweetener, orgeat. And it is, uh, yeah, I was surprised that, first of all, I'm going to have to buy some more Angostura bitters. Well, yeah, that's not. <laughs> the that's bottle not, has four ounces. That's so half I, uh, the bottle, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it on. Who made this? Where did you? 
This is beyond comprehension. Like, this is beyond a special show with just Roe on it. This show should be just all about this cocktail. What is going on? And, and I you thought you would this like thing? this because I found it's on, I found it on a recipe on on the line, online. I found it on liquor.com actually. And and it's a it, it's a tried and true cocktail that is heavy on the bitters. Uh-huh. Uh, but then yeah, uh-huh. but then the the whiskey, the rye, it has to be rye because the rye whiskey really kind of creates some flavors yeah. with that. And you then need something to compete with those and, bitters. And actually, yeah. actually, man, I want to come back to that. Bur- bourbon versus rye. Um, but Damn, that, that is a shit ton of bitters, man. Because bitters is like, bitters like you, it's like yeah. Like, usually your two pepper. or three dashes, and that's it's, it's like pepper. it's like seasoning. It's like the the salt and pepper yeah, of yeah, your exactly. cocktail. But this one was all in, and you know it's it's forty percent. It's like eighty proof, I think, or ninety proof is what uh, bitters are. If you were actually to yeah, you but know, you know, in order to be classified nine, as a bitters, you have to have you have to be like government approved. Like some guys yeah. got to taste that and say that is it's so, so nasty. bitter that no one will ever drink it on its no own. No one would ever drink it, so miners can buy it even though it's got alcohol in it. And here you are drinking it yeah yeah <laughs> and promoting um, it so it but i and actually i was a little i was a little worried that when i put this together that i was not gonna like it but man it's good well it's, i mean there's there's nothing in life i like better than angostura bitters, oh the angostura so, yeah. obviously front and center it's so such a nice taste and then the the orgeat it's a full ounce of orgeat so there's a lot of sweetener right. in here i yeah, I, gotta, I i if you if you don't have a if you don't have Angostura bitters at your at your house or in your kitchen or in your uh, spice cabinet, I question your um, humanity. All right, we're like we're like almost twenty minutes into this, and we haven't even gotten to Ben's cocktail, so we we probably need to get going here. So, Ben, what are you drinking? I am drinking a cocktail in honor of the person that I learned about cocktails from. I'm not going to mention her name. Looks like a martini, bro. <laughs> that is exactly what this is. This is a classic martini with half an ounce of vermouth and two ounces of gin <laughs> stirred. Uh, wow. No, this one was stirred, not shaken, ah, um, okay. because I want to actually taste my gin. And, oh, wow. Cheeky. Um, Cheeky, dude. And, well, look, look, you know, Mr. Bond can, uh, he's got, he does a lot of good things. He does a lot of dangerous and, and manly things. Drinking a martini is not one of them. Um, uh, yeah, that's what this is. This is our martini in honor of the woman who taught me everything that every human should know about cocktails. Oh, that's, this is one, that was, that's quite romantic, man. It's, it's wonderfully romantic. This one's to you. You know who you are, trudging through life. All right. Wow, very cryptic with the uh, with the the the, the shoutouts. That was romantic, dude. I almost had tears in my eyes. I was like, "What are you? Who are you, William uh, Blake? Yeah, dude, well, you know, what are you? Freaking Shakespeare here? What is it. the meaning of love?" I hope she appreciates it. <laughs> hey, yes. So anyway, hey, obviously, so, giant so, so cocktails. Mar- and we are... gin, gin or vodka? Of course, it's gin. Look, if you're making yeah, a mar- yeah. folks, look, folks. If you're just drinking straight iced, uh, you know, like straight chilled vodka and calling that a martini, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're you doing. Be... Like that's not a martini. Yeah. That's just chilled vodka. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just an underpaid nurse. I right. Mean, like, God. and whatever you're paying at the bar for that, it's too much. Stop doing that. 
but 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 moving on, Matthew. Um, uh, I don't know how to segue this one. This disaster of a segue is brought to you by the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves currently playing and Pantone. Pantone. And Pantone. They didn't pass. And the, and the Billboard Curse. Oh, and... the Billboard Curse. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one minute to explain the Billboard Curse, Row, because I know this okay. is your like this is your hill that you're gonna die on. So explain well, to us the the Billboard Billboard Curse. Well, okay, so um. My hometown, Boston, right? Um, Pantone after the giant after the Dodgers win a Asterix World Series, they a company called Pantone puts a big billboard over one of my favorite places to eat in Boston, right? Like one of the a place where Dad can go to get his to get his beer. Right. And, and, and the boys, can, the kids can go like it's, it's almost like Chuck E. Cheese, but like sports and that kind of thing. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a stalwart place. It's called Sal's. And they stick a powder Dodger blue and white billboard over this establishment. And they say, thank you for Mookie Betts signed Dodgers fans. Oh. And I was like, not only are you encroaching upon our territory, you you're you rubbing salt in it. the wound. Salt. Well, I mean, I fans, mean, I'm looking at a photo of it now, and it, it, it says, "Dear Boston." Yeah, thank dear you Bo- for Mookie dear, dear Betts. Boston, we don't want a letter from Sincerely, you. Sincerely, Dodger fans and Pantone two ninety four. I do want to point out. I do want to point out for those of you who do not know the fan base that originated the beat LA chant was the Boston fan base. It came out of the Lakers Celtics rivalry. It did. Uh, back, well in the, uh, back in the eighties. And so that is where beat LA comes from. So there is a little bit of bad blood there. Clearly. Um, oh, and I just want to point an out understatement. Yeah, I just want to point out this is how petty and bitter and sorry the Dodger fan base are. You know, I mean, let's let's keep in mind that the Dodger fan base, the Dodger Instagram account said, if you chant beat L.A., you better. While they posted a photograph of the Dodgers posing after winning the NLDS against our Giants. At Oracle. At Oracle. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's how nasty the Dodgers are, folks. So the billboard curse now. So that means that the Dodgers will not win another For world championship. Years. No, no, not just the Dodgers. Any LA team. Any they LA will, team. They will get they will get close and they will choke on the union. Okay, so what does that mean whatever. for the Angels? Like they, they're not in LA, but they want to be. You know what? The Los Angeles Angels of they're, Anaheim. They're 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 in Orange they're in Orange County. They're in Anaheim. They just they just they're it's like it's like throwing um well, well let's face it, they're never gonna win anything because uh yeah, because their I'm ownership not, not, is their ownership. It, it'd be what, funny if they, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be funny if they did win, but yeah, yeah. What I they're gonna be known anybody, for nobody would care or pay attention anyways. Right, and, exactly. Um, and, the, and you and you know with the MLB umps and the way they do it, they're not gonna let them get to that stage anyways they'll, they'll call strike three that's right on on a pitch that's like 
14 feet yeah. out of the out of the strike zone I mean, just to keep them out because good yeah. because god forbid you know um you you lose you you lose some viewers um the angels yeah i mean the angels will perennially be known as the team that has the best player in baseball but can't even make it to the playoffs. Arguably the two best players in baseball this year. Well, (laughs) yes. I mean, Trout Trout was injured for most of the season, but what I'm saying is is that Trout's days are probably done, and Shohei is the best the best player in baseball that's I'm 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 basically saying that I'm saying that travesty dude the story of Mike Trout I mean they might it is a travesty 30 30 30 for 30 on Mike Trout like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. How, how rich men can ruin your talent yes uh the right, american story uh this, Matthew, this podcast though this podcast, this podcast is not about about boston it's not about la it's uh no, it's about the no. giants but, so but 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 guys so, guys guys embrace the billboard curse because it it stems through us if we don't do it like the only other guy that can do it is an old man with a goat man well, I will just tell you this right now. Austin Riley is doing his best. Let's 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 put our faith in Austin and Austin, Austin Riley. Riley. Yes. All right. Austin but Riley. until then, Matthew, ask ask Ro the uh, the questions we want to ask all of our listeners. Yeah. So so we we were thinking about now that the season's done and reflecting on our 107 win season, that uh, there were some pretty amazing moments uh and and comprised of maybe some players that we hadn't thought of at the beginning of the year so Ro, our first question to you is who is your surprise player of the year who would it be if you hearken back to spring training and you were to choose maybe there was a player that you didn't even know about in spring training who maybe made a difference who would that be because there were a number of them this year and i just pick one which one would you choose a, a player i didn't know about yeah, or maybe that you felt like was no, a just role was a player at best, a role player at best who ended up playing a better role, a bigger role. So there, there, there really is two to answer the question about somebody I didn't know about. It's a pitcher, and I'm blanking out on his name. Um, Sonny, or no, no, no um, the guy with Sammy the Long? guy with the, the Sammy Long, right? And I mentioned it la- the last time we spoke, and I was like, "Right, oh, you said he was a fine gentleman, or something like that." He, no, and no, I said he was endearing. Endearing, <laughs> and then, yes. And, and and Ben and Ben totally roasted me. The other guy is Stephen Duggar. The Stephen Duggar, right? Um, Stephen Duggar is a guy that you know we oh, drafted. I, I think pretty Steve high Duggar. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I always say this whenever whenever he comes up to the plate, dig it out, Doug. Um, and you know, like he often does, he often does, and he and and you know, it, it's it's an unfortunate that his bat, bat went silent during the series, but you know, it, it is what it is. But we we had an incredible, we had an incredible season, and um, I think the beauty of it is it, it's hard to point at one single thing and say why. Um, now after in the aftermath, in the afterglow, or if we are or in the after dark, um it's clear to me why we won in 10, 12 and 14, right? Like it, kind of, it really does come back to that stalwart pitching. And we had one guy this year that was that stalwart and that was Logan Webb. Um, and I think, and, and I think, you know, you give a guy like Sammy Long a little bit of more, a little bit more, a little bit more reach um, or leash, um, it would be my personal opinion um, because here you, you you're getting these the, these veterans in this these and and um, 
and Gosman and God bless them. They did a hell of a job getting us through this, getting us through um, the gauntlet, especially the dog days of summer. But, you know, it called, I don't think they, they especially Di Scalfani blew it. He blew it. He blew it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think it's great that you're in, you know, that endearing Sammy Long is someone that you're, you're still latching your, 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 your trailer. I think somebody's coming to the future, you know? Yeah. Well, he may, he may be a big part of the giants in the future. Uh, Ben, Ben, who was your, who was mine uh, of those of my surprise? Oh boy. Um, My surprise. I I think it's, I'm going to go with Camilo. Um, yeah, because I I think what was a surprise to me was the faith that the Giants put into him at the, um, you know, after his, his fourth time back in September and, and, and basically giving him the closer role at the end of the season when everything was on the line for the NL division, uh, title, West division title, and then also in the playoffs. You know, I, I think he pitched extremely well in in the NLDS. I know he took the loss in game five, and that really, really sucks. But I think, to me, from where he was at the beginning of the season, Matthew, when you and I talked about him, and we were like, he's there because he was a Rule 5 draft pre- protectee. We didn't want somebody else to take him away because of the Rule 5 draft. That's why we put him on the 40-man roster. And then as we learned in Farhan Zaidi's world, if you are on the 40-man roster, you're on the roster. You're going to contribute. You're going to play in the major leagues that year. And they did that. And 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 he spent most of his year in Sacramento. But the progression that he made, I didn't even know who he was when the season started. And by the end of the year, I think he was my favorite player, uh, Camilo Duvall. Uh, it, it's it's Camilo Duvall is a bright shining sun and everybody else is uh, is not in there. I do have an honorable mention, but I want to hear who yours is, Matthew, before we get to that. Well, I, I think I, I have to mention Lamont Wade Jr. Okay, that's my honorable mention. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. And, 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 I mean, he was a guy that, you know, it was a, a, a trade which for Sean Anderson in the offseason. Uh, there was questions about whether he would ever hit for power. Uh, we were, I listened to one of our... <laughs> Right. I mean, I listened to one of our earlier episodes and we we were stumbling over to remember his name and and we were hoping that he you know, we were wondering if he would have a role with all the outfielders that the Giants had. And 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 that wasn't too far off because, I mean, he even got sent down right before Belt went on the I.L. for the first time. And if I remember correctly, you and I complained about that. We did because we, we felt did. like we he was complained about that because we thought he didn't deserve it. And I don't I, I felt like there were his whole the whole team felt like he they didn't deserve it. I mean, initially, I didn't think he did either until he until he turned into late night, you know? Well, yeah, well, he came back. Well, I mean, he once Belt went down on the uh, he played a key role along with Darren Ruff on holding down the first base uh, position and actually uh, probably out. Well, him and Ruff together outproduced Belt, which is saying something because Belt had a great year at first base, uh, you know, when he was healthy. Well, that's two guys against one. It's the, the the. one of the most frustrating things about this series against the Dodgers is Darren Ruff didn't show up. Well, he had a home run. Yeah, 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 he was. He was. He, you're right. There were a bunch of people though. You could add. You could add half the. Yeah, the you could add Lamont yes. Wade, unfortunately, to that. You yes. could Chris add, Bryant. 
Chris Bryant. Uh, Chris um, Bryant. Chris Bryant showed up. Chris Bryant was the yeah, only yeah, one that had hits. Yeah. yeah. The one. The one was the one zero game. That was him. No, or, that was Longoria. That was Longoria. Bryant, Chris Bryant had hits all over the place. Chris Bryant was was sitting on base a lot when the inning ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when the Giants, he, he reminds to drive me of a in. young Hunter Pence in that in the way that he can turn those dribblers to third into actual. You know, he, he's on base. Um, big fan of Chris Bryant. I really hope we sign him long term. That guy is a Buster Posey doesn't play catcher um yeah, i think he's a natural leader in the perennial third baseman for the san francisco giants should have been a cup for life yeah i agree should have been yeah. a cup for life yeah, yeah Chris Bryant, a in, a, in a different that, universe that is, he's a cup for life that is true yeah uh, uh yeah that's their loss really um so so question number two that we wanted to ask you Ro. And, and, we'll, and we're actually, we're treating you like the fan. Like we feel like that, that yes. you know, we want Listeners your- Listeners at home. Ro is the prox, is the fan by proxy. He's a listener by proxy. We want to hear what Ro has to say. Think back on the season. Do you have a favorite memory of, of a game, a play? What, what stands out to you when we ask you a favorite memory? Well, they're-, they're... 107 games guys wow um i can't pin it down to one memory but i have to give it to crawford and all the times he came through with men on base and just smacked it out of the yard and not just any yard our yard so (laughs) if i can try and trim it down as possible as much as possible it's 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 the it's the home runs that Brandon Crawford hit um that landed either in the water or close to the water and um yeah the 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 oppo tacos he hit I mean Jesus this guy I mean um I want to say that he he could replicate it next year and I hope he 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 can but this this season was a next year will determine and tell us whether it was an anomaly um but you know in my mind it's not you know what Crawford's a two-time world series champion and it's always been in him and um I had a great chance with great chat with Carrie Crowley about about how this is how all happening right and it's all bought in there's new tech in their in their locker room I've seen it personally myself and um it's it's crawford if you swing at this pitch this is what happens if you swing at that pitch this is what happens and so people every guy is coming up with a plan when they come to the plate right now um i noticed a couple of different changes in this series with gabe kapler and um and Dave Roberts, and um, that was going away a little bit from that plan. Or either, either the players were doing it ad hoc. I don't know. We'll never know, right? They'll, they're always going to keep this under wraps. But um, certainly what they were doing all season, they did not do in the AL, ALDS or NLDS, sorry. Um, and um, it's almost like the Dodgers found what they hadn't found all year. Like like a guy like Cody Bellinger, who's I'm wondering like what the hell is he doing? <laughs> um, so, suddenly he comes to life, you know. Um, 
That's not wrong. That's not wrong. Cody Cody Bellinger, I think, I think arrived for the Dodgers in the nick of time, but I I'm still not convinced that man's career is not over. Uh, I'm not convinced either. Um, I'm hoping the Red Sox end it. Um, but, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Braves end it. Yeah. Uh, hey, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I do love that answer. I love that answer. Uh, you know, uh, Ben, what? What memory sticks out to you? Oh, what memory sticks out for me? Um, well, I, I think you and I kind of agree on those memories. And Pick so one. I, I, I mean, I kind of want to give that to you. I, uh, um, I got a backup, so go ahead and do whatever no, you want. No, I, I think what really sticks out to me is the Giants going into Chavez Ravine and... Well, no, I mean, it's actually it's 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 how the Giants played the Dodgers after the All-Star break, right? Because they got swept at home early on in the season. And that was a real, real gut punch. Like I, you know, I was really upset about that. And, and you know, I, I don't remember before or after that series, but I was like yelling at Gabe Kapler, like, you have to beat the Dodgers, Gabe Kapler. Like, if you can't beat the Dodgers, then you're not a Giants manager. Yeah. Right. Like we're not right. Uh, you know, I agree. I, that it's like it's like Kapler just looked at Boach. Look, look at Boji. Look at how look at look at how Boji managed. Like like even even in down seasons, Boji found a way to beat the Dodgers. That's right. Like, you got to beat the Dodgers. And yeah. and I think in the second half of the season, especially in Chavez Ravine, but also that series in San Francisco where everybody expected them to like the Dodgers came into San Francisco tied for first place. The whole universe expected that the Dodgers would be in first place leading that series. I think that the, the series that they played in, in, in LA before that, and the series that they played in San Francisco after that, where the giants established themselves as the elite team in the National League West, to me, were just utterly defining moments. It wasn't so much one moment or one game. It was how each of those series played out and how so cathartic they were for the fans. And, and you know, I think it was also during that time where Logan Webb had been hurt, but they brought him back. And they, and, and this was when Logan Webb was supposed to be making... Uh, his rehab starts. His rehab starts, right? Logan Webb's rehab starts. That's it, Matthew. That's my defining Rogers. moment. Logan Webb's rehab start against the L.A. Dodgers in Chavez Ravine instead of in Las Vegas or Sacramento or whatever it was supposed to be him throwing 40 pitches and absolutely being dominant. That winner, is my defining moment. Dinner. What a classic moment that was. This is a, a kid who grew up as a Giants fan hurt and coming back from his injury and doing being absolutely lights out against their arch rival, the quote unquote best team in baseball, which clearly they were not. Yeah, at, at that point in time, yes, Smurfs. Thank you, and and I just I, that to me is the defining moment. Um, cool. Being a giant, yeah. I, like I think I, I think you nailed it, man. I yeah, hey, it, 
it's going to be a tough one to, to, to All right, talk. Well, I've, I've got, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say two of them because then I'm going to put them together and they're about two weeks apart starting, I think in that series with Talkman's robbing of Pujols in the bottom of the ninth to force the game to go to extra innings. And the giants eventually won that game. Uh, I, that was a defining moment in that. Oh, what a game that was. What, what happened to my Tuckman? So Mike Tuckman go... stopped hitting, and then he got DFA'd. Nobody uh, claimed him, and now he was on the uh, he was he on the one Cats grand roster. slam all season, and that's about the only hitting he did. Yeah, he, he's yeah, still on right. the Giants roster. He's yeah. still a member for of the Giants reason, organization. For some reason, I did. There's something. Yeah, you had you hadn't heard his name for a while, right? But yeah, he had a couple of uh, game saving or at least ro- home run robbing catches, and that was yeah. none bigger than the one against Pulholz. Really changed the tenor of that game and that series. Uh, and then, and then, fast forward two weeks later, the Giants were down by seven runs against the Diamondbacks at home, and culminating uh, the comeback was Jastrzemski's grand slam in the bottom of the eighth uh, to put the Giants ahead nine to eight. They were down eight to one. And uh, it just uh, those two things, I think, when I look back, are the times where I really started to believe that the Giants could actually do this. Right. That the that the Giants were having not only were they good enough, but they were having a magical season, that intangible kind of that you start to feel like, yes, destiny, that this is going to happen. And when you start having guys rob players of home runs and, and, and hitting grand slams to cap off seven run comebacks, you start to feel like the season's special. And so those are my. My two like just flashback memories. Speaking of being robbed, man, um, if they had won, full disclosure, your boy Row at Row Thugs and Harmony from Junior Draft would have won eighty thousand freaking dollars. Wow! From the MGM grant, um, it, um, this was mid um, spring training. The Dod- the Giants were. A plus eight thousand <laughs> um, to win to win the World Series, or and um, and then some. some so you some, drop a hundred bucks and say, "All right, they're going to win the World Series." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I was I was robbed of that, and so <sighs> so so in his, it, that was just you need another mind eraser after that row. Come on. <laughs> oh man, uh, I do. I do <laughs> That's I do, rough, bro. I mean. <laughs> We live yes. in a different universe today. Uh, sports sports betting uh, apps are, are are legal these days, depending on the state that you live in. I, I mean, I actually did it in Vegas. Um, so I, I did two problems. Well, you had to. Right? You had to at that time, yes. Yeah, so I, so I did two. So um, one was they're going to win 92 games or more. So I won that. So that's wow, some I totally would have lost. I would not have made that bet. I don't know. <laughs> Well, it, it was kind of. I it apologize. Was kind of I apologize. I, I apologize. Like, I look, look. Hey, man, Rose bet with now. his heart. Let him bet with his heart, man. That's yeah, that's what no. Vegas loves. They love guys that bet with well, their hearts. Well, I mean, look, look, look. We we had a top. Also, well, that's a value bet. That's a value bet. It's a value bet. It is. You, you, you it know, is, yeah. you know that you're gonna lose, but like, you, you feel like the value is there, so you make the bet anyway. The, re- the return. It, yeah. yeah, it's about I mean, the return. What, it's what, about the return. What, Absolutely. What is what is gambling? But but but. Trading stocks, uh, what what uh, blue collar way of trading stocks? Look, a dude, lot of people really. put money That's on the Giants is. to it's... win the NL West, and they won a lot. They won a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so so now switching gears, uh, 107 wins. 
the big question now is, is this sustainable? Because it was an anomaly. It wasn't an anomaly. I mean, you know, there, there. This is a was supposed to be a rebuilding year. You know, Farhan was supposed to be collecting these, 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 these castaways mm-hmm. to kind of piece together a competitive mm-hmm. team that would at least keep the team competitive until the yep. reinforcements arrived from AAA and AA. Uh, but where and, are we now? And before before you answer that, Ro, I want to tell you, really smart fans like Ben Henry will tell you, twenty twenty four. That's when <laughs> that's when the minor league starts producing. Yes, if you go well, back to listen to episodes so, but, uh, one or two, or ben, ben goes off on how it's going to be 2024. It's going to be 2024 when the Giants will be good. So <laughs> now that you know what masterminds like myself say, now, now, now give your answer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's sustainable. Well, I, mean, I mean, I think the winning is sustainable in the regular season. Now, what is now concerning me and eating at, me really when I think about this deeply is that Farhan's never won a won a World Series. So as much dancing and doing and all that stuff that he does, you know, um he's never won a World Series. And it, he leaves and the Dodgers win a World Series. What the hell, dude? Okay, so now I'm I, I I am genuinely concerned that okay, yeah, all these sabermetrics, yeah, that that's all fair and good. Um, but you know, some sometimes you need a mass and bomb corner. Or back you know? sure, sir. Yeah, you need yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and um and like and, and and while while we went and got a Chris Bryant for a deal. We very well could have gotten another stable pitcher in addition to Logan Webb because if you're being honest with yourself, Kevin Gosman had a great year. Probably is the best year of his life, and so did Di Scalfani. And you, you're running them out as your your number your number one or your number two. Um, um, for some reason, they you know they luckily we had Logan Webb starting them game game one. I don't think that was luck, but yes, yes. I mean, I not not luck, dude. I, I that that takes away. Actually, that that's honestly mean of me to say. Um, like Kevin Gosman pitched a hell of a year, and you know he's a talented guy. Now, under the bright lights against the you know against Israel Palestine, like you know what, what's up what's up where you at bro like come on <laughs> um like you just desclafani man like um i don't know um italy versus um Carth- the carthaginians like where you at dude are you gonna be are you gonna be the legion are you gonna be the legionary are you gonna be the guy that leads the legion into battle or are you gonna freaking get out in the first inning well, are you gonna uh, start throwing he, samuel beckett uh these references are way over my head bro. <laughs> um, and that's saying hey, a lot hey that's folks a lot. hey folks i want to remind you that ro is drinking the mind eraser tonight he's drinking the mind eraser <laughs> so if you're looking for that special thing that brings you to that special place two ounces two ounces kalua topped off with club soda on top of ice i prefer craft ice it doesn't matter drink with a straw okay wait wait can we answer this question real quick bourbon versus rye 
Uh, gin versus gin, gin versus. Actually, actually, no. We we did gin versus vodka. Um, rye versus bourbon. Uh, they they all have their place. First of all, they yeah. all have their place. But yes. I, 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 I let's finish with let's. I think that's a great question, Rob. But let's 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 finish with that. Let's okay. finish with yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's we'll, a great We'll answer question. that question at the end. That's a good. Well, that'll be our wrap. No, up. that is a great question, Rob, and I love that question. But let's finish with that, Matthew. The original oh. question was: Is is this sustainable? And oh boy, I mean, should I go first then. or just, should I go first? I was just going to share that I feel like uh, the groundwork has been laid for the culture. Uh, there are a lot of moving parts this year. We have a lot of so uh, we have a lot of contracts that are expiring or uh, you know, could expire on club options. Uh, on that note, too, there's a lot of money available for the Giants uh, to spend. So much. And so, you know, do they jump into, you know, the Starling Marte, Michael Conforto, you know, outfield I like kind myself of Michael, Michael Conforto. Oh, don't. Oh, don't so tease a young man. Those are. <laughs> the, the, you don't know, tease but, a young man, Matthew. And and with 107 win team, the Giants could be like, hey, guys, <laughs> come join our 107 win teams and make us better. I, we have I, the leverage now. I so, I, so, we I feel so like, yes, yes, we so much have the leverage now. So I feel like like the you know, San Francisco the, Giants have arrived. Yes. And if you recall, yeah. we didn't have the leverage when we were courting Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. And, you know, we, we didn't have the leverage. So now now it's like, hey, come come take our 107 uh, win ride for, yeah. you know, for a ride. Yeah. So I, Dude, it, I feel like it it's sustainable like... in that way. I feel like the 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 if you'd asked me this last year, you know, it would have been like, well, the minor leaguers aren't ready. But I feel like now we've proven that the minor leaguers can take their time. The Giants now can reload, restock, and 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 I think yeah, I think it's sustainable. Did didn't didn't it feel for a while that like we were like the franchise that had leprosy? Like, yes. Nobody wanted yes. To nobody us. wanted to play here for the taxes reasons because you couldn't hit here because it's far away. The plane rides were long because it's <laughs> cold. Yes, you're not wrong, Ro. Yes. And, and now Chris Bryant's rolling through, and you know maybe that. that, that and they're and they're asking him which is better, Wrigley or or Oracle, and he's like, I don't make me answer that question, but it's obviously Oracle. Yeah, like, I, I mean, look, Wrigley is the place. Oracle is the fans. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Like I, you know, well, yeah, playoff atmosphere, no question. Uh, right? That place is electric. Yeah, that place is yeah. electric. Uh, I want to ask your answer your question, Matthew. Yes. Um, is it sustainable? Absolutely, it's sustainable. But yes, it's absolutely about the free agents. And I think, I think what Rose says about it being leprosy is absolutely the answer. Suddenly, this is the place where everybody can go because hitters look at this park now and they say, "I can play there." Like yeah, I think yeah. Bryce Harper was like, "I like." I think Bryce Harper liked the atmosphere. I don't think he liked the park. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what Manny Machado's deal was, but I I think like Manny has clearly matured as a player. I I think that's obvious. I think if if San Francisco looked like it did it does today, then he might have signed here. The only reason, and I know this is super deep and super weird, the only reason baseball players don't want to sign in San Francisco at this point, well, there's two reasons: the plane rides and the taxes. 
And I that is super deep, but it matters to the players, folks. So if you really, really want to get into deep baseball and deep why people can't, the taxes matter and the plane rides matter. Think about yourself. Think about yeah. yourself. Yeah, think yeah, about yourself, right? They're yeah, not. like, you know, but, but here's the thing. The, 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 the Padres and the Dodgers and the A's uh, and the Angels, they all have the same tax things to deal with, right? And the plane rides as that, well, that's, right? That's a good point, yeah. So, 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 like, why play for the Dodgers if you don't want to play for the Giants? I think, I think if, I'm a, if I'm a free agent, especially if I'm undervalued, especially if I'm hurt, especially if I feel like I need to revitalize my career. I want to go to San Francisco. Is there, is there a Scherzer out there? Because, look. Scherzer. I mean, uh, <laughs> is there a Scherzer out there? Is there Scherzer? Well, Scherzer's out there. Hey, no, no, he, no. He's out, you guys know what I mean. Like, like No, but he is out there. Lo, lo, we, we, have, we, we, have, we have Logan Webb proven. Yeah. Right. Well, we also, yes. And we need another. Well, Gosman, Desclafani, and Alex Wood, all free agents. So is right. Scherzer. Yeah, there, so, no, no, I guess, I guess I'm curious to know what you guys are thinking in, term, in terms of our rotation next year. Um, because you can go out and get a maybe a lefty version of a Logan Webb. And um, suddenly it starts to remind me of already Logan Webb reminds me of Matt King. A young Matt Cain. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Whether oh, whether it's his face potentially better than than Matt Cain. I yeah, think, and more yeah. like Madison Bumgarner. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Is his his facial structure the whole thing? The good old boy. Yeah, the good old boy. Yeah. Well, good old boy. Yeah, exactly. Just just business, business in business now. Um. So give him, give him. Let's get him a tandem. Let's get him a duo. You know. I, I think right. I think that uh, the Giants will certainly look at the starting pitching, uh, but I think they're also going to retain one or two of our of our current. Uh, you know, maybe a qualifying offer to Wood. Uh, you know, maybe. I like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with you know. I think you know people were disappointed in the second half of Gosman. Uh, you know, not being as good as he was the first half. But the first half he was awfully good. He was uh, top two or three in terms of war for the first half of the season. Second half, he regressed and ended up being eighth overall in the league in war uh, over the course of the of the season. So he's got value. And I think it's just a matter of whether you overpay for him. Are you paying for him to be an ace? Well, you don't need to do that because you've got Logan Webb. Well, I'll bet you there's a team out there that will pay exactly. some money for Gosman. So I don't, for that reason, I don't think Gosman will be back because I think somebody will overpay for Gosman. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think you let it go because because with the way that he pitches and the amount of movement on his ball, when he pitches a ball, the amount of movement and, and how reliant he is on, on that movement, in October when it starts to cool off, that movement – even just to, even the, even if it's just a half inch, it's it's not there. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, he he struggled he struggled with his pitches, you know. Find it even after the All Star break. I mean, he he definitely had trouble, you know, mastering that split finger that was so valuable for him in the first half of the year. It's the hardest pitch to throw in baseball. I think there's a Kevin Gossman out there with with the changeup, the uh, the split finger, and and the fastball that that is very effective. He's got to find it. Um, but is but, it a 
Is it our Captain Dozen? Or I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a good question. But let me just throw this rotation out at you because this is where they would spend all their money. Logan Webb, Max Scherzer, Alex Wood, Kevin Gossman. Ooh, now we're talking, dude. That and the, is and the endearing a... Sammy Long making a fifth start. Well, yeah, or 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 Tyler Beatty, Tyler Beatty, because I don't know. He's twenty. The man's twenty. Ongoing and joke, hurt. dude. Ongoing is his joke. is his career over? I don't know. But like, but like, who cares who the fifth starter is after that? I mean, the, the Giants yeah. they would need more starting depth. It's a huge thing that they definitely need to think about and talk about. I think starting depth is the biggest question mark for the Giants team for sure going forward. Yeah, yeah. We were relying on Scott Casimir, and it was hard, you know. So, you know what? I like Scott Casimir. Oh, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. He was a good story, but he didn't much. No, he won. He won a couple of games. I remember when Scott Casimir was good, dude. Well, I remember that too. It wasn't when he pitched for the Giants. You were still in elementary school, I think. No, I was 22. This is 2012. I was I was in elementary school, Matt. I was in I was in um I was in I was in college. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. I was I was exaggerating slightly. Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm, no, no, you're not. You're not. You're not too far. All right. You're about, you're, you're about, you're about so ten years off. I, I had another question, but I I, I think that uh, we 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 are coming up on the hour, and uh, and I do want to get to the very important question that you posed about rye versus bourbon. Ooh. And 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 so I will start off by just saying, you know, I, so I was I was this. not um, when we started this podcast. You know, I, I did not have a great knowledge on spirits and cocktails in general. Uh, you know, I was a rum and coke kind of guy, maybe. You know, I, I wasn't very fancy. Uh, as I've gotten into the cocktail world, I will tell you that bourbon and rye, uh, while under the same tree, are, are very different spirits. And you uh, really would use them in very different ways. And today, like my cocktail with the ounce and a half of Angostura bitters, the uh, spiciness of the rye, you know, kind of played with that spiciness of the Angostura bitters in a way that nothing else would. If I'm just, but if I'm, my preference though is bourbon. I'm, uh, it's something that you can sip. It goes with a lot of That's different things. I, I was going to um, ask, do you, have you sipped, have you ever Found yeah. yourself sipping a sip, sipping rye on rye. Uh, no, on rye so food. no, and that's a personal taste. That's, Maybe there are people out there, but I, I would definitely. No, you know, I'm not. I'm not one. Of, I'm not one of those people. I don't think that's a thing, really. Like oh, oh, bourbon on rock. It's a thing. Is it? Is it? Oh, it's yeah. a thing, but it's a, it's. It, mm. Okay, I have so many things to say about bourbon and, <laughs> and whiskey in general. Let's hear um, it. No, no. First of all, I bourbon is my personal favorite. Like for yeah. for a lot of reasons. Um, first Me of all, too. it's an American it's an American thing, right? You, yep. you can't yeah. make bourbon anywhere else in the world by law. Yeah. It, it's like tequila from Mexico. It's like champagne from from France. It is what you... it is an American whiskey. You can't make bourbon. You can make bourbon style, but it cannot be bourbon uh, by treaty and by law. And but but bourbon. Uh, you know, for me, yes, I, I would if I'm going to drink things neat, which is to say in a snifter with nothing else, no ice, no mixers, nothing else, then, yeah, I'm absolutely going to go to bourbon. 
it is it is my it is my my preference my my favorite and and that's because it's going to have that sweeter profile right that comes from but it's also going to have a level of sophistication right the sweetness comes from the corn the sophistication comes from the charcoal um uh, uh, oak barrels and the, the oak age. barrels that it's yeah. aged in, right? And so, so, so for me, if I'm just gonna drink it neat, then it's definitely gonna be bourbon. But rye, okay, so rye is Lends itself is, to the cocktails, right? Yes, more, I think it has more punch to it. It if has you were more, to make an old fashioned. And I, a lot of people would. Well, I like me both. Uh, I like both a, rur- uh, a rye and okay. a bourbon old fashioned, but for different reasons. But gun, gun your head. I would go with I would go with a bourbon old fashioned, but yeah. like, but that's again because I love bourbon. Right. But like uh, a rye brings a certain punch to it. It's got punchiness. It's gonna punch it's through. Spicy. It's it spicy. Is. Is that, is yeah, that... that's exactly yeah. right. It's spicy, but it is not this sort of where you've got the Scotch whiskey, right? Which yeah. is very peaty. Speaking of Scotch, heavy. Ben, and I don't mean to interrupt, but no. just uh, um, you know, Scotland, right? They they did something similar to like what you know the, the city of Champagne did. If it's not made in Champagne, it's not Champagne. It's sparkling yeah, wine, bourbon, um, bourbon, scotches in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. So did, you know, uh, what do you think about what the Japanese did, where they took um, Scotch, just dropped the tea. <laughs> <laughs> and here the Japanese Scott, make a lot of great not, things. Look, the Japanese bad. no, it's no, good. there's the, the Japanese make good bourbon style whiskeys as well. It, I would definitely no, there's so many fantastic whiskeys coming out of Japan for yeah, sure. Dude. For sure. Yeah. No, no, I would I mean the main thing is is like if you're interested in this stuff, go explore, figure out what you like and then and then expand from there. And don't let the region of the world really hold you back, right? Like if you know what you like, if you like bourbon style whiskeys, then absolutely these are being made all around the world. They can't call themselves bourbon by law and by treaty, but they're still bourbon style and Japan is certainly making a lot of those, but they're also making a lot of scotch style whiskeys which are very peaty. And I got to tell you, the difference between bourbon and a scotch style whiskey, it's night and day, right? Can we like, can we do an episode where we get grab a bottle of Japanese scotch and a bottle of scotch scotch, Scottish scotch? And I don't think um, we can call that but, episode giant cocktails, but we can definitely do that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, <laughs> it, it, might, it might just be called um, whiskeys. Giant, yeah. giant yeah. whiskeys. Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's get a rock, like, let's, we'll each have, um, you know, cool glass of scotch, um, Japanese scotch, Scottish, you know, traditional scotch, um, Irish whiskey, bourbon, and rye. And yeah, let's, I, let, I mean, let's, I think those, those are really the four that I, I think you should, uh, if, if you're interested in getting started into whiskeys and what they're about by themselves, yeah. yeah. First of all, define, do I like scotch? Do I like Irish? Do I like rye? Do I like bourbon? And uh, they're all very different. Jamie also, and a Guinness. Jamie and a Guinness. <laughs> well, see, there you go. Like, but that's that's you're chasing, you're, you're chasing you're chasing it then, and that's that's also a different thing. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, the the point is, is there's so many different things to explore, and, and it's a big wide universe. I personally prefer bourbon. After that, it's probably rye. 
I love me a good scotch, though, when I'm in the mood. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think they're all worthwhile. Yeah. And I think I think on just to wrap this up, uh, you know, I, when I moved to wine country, I knew very little about wine and I was very intimidated with the different wines there were and what would be considered good wine and bad wine. And, oh, and yes, I have to drive over. And, and That's and right. Yes. In your new car. Gonna, come on up and uh, we'll, we'll go hit some wineries, yeah. but and some yeah. distilleries, because there's some great places here in Sonoma County. But uh, but the. Yeah, the, the advice that I got from someone in the winemaking business is that there's no such thing as a bad wine because you just have to find what you like. And and I think that holds true to, you know, our conversation whiskey. around scotch and whiskey, you know, and all that is the whiskeys is that just find something that you like. There's no such thing as better than or, you know, worse than it's, you know, what what speaks to you? What do you when you take a sip, do you go, oh, this is really good. And, you know, for Ben, it's bourbon, you know, uh, you know, and for you, it might be Japanese scotch without the tea. You know, it's just uh, you never know. So try it all out. Beauty, and, and beauty is Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Exactly like, right. That's right. Like, um, um, come back to baseball, Wil- Wilmer Flores, man. Um, I love that guy. Love that guy. Um, well, luckily he's on under contract for another year. He's one of the few. He's gonna be so a giant. He'll be back. Year. He's gonna be a giant. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and you know, maybe he'll be able to avenge his check swing. You know, next year. Well, if we're if we're talking about repetition, man, this is a guy that I know. If we go deep into the playoffs. This guy will come through. It's just a matter of him finding his his. Fan of Wilmer, I, I, you know, any guy that has a Friends walk up song and you know is 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 okay in my book. Yeah, if Major yeah. League Baseball gives him the opportunity, he'll take it. They did not this year. That is for sure. That's for sure. All right. Well, Ro, where where can they find you on uh, on Twitter and tell us you know the name of your podcast? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so everybody's welcome at the Genuine Draft. We're the voice of the people. Um, it's kind of how we started. It's just me, it was me pinging people, um, pinging, you know, sports fans, um, ardent, ardent sports fans, and saying, you know, why limit the conversation to 182 characters or whatever it is? Just come on and let's have a chat, you know, crack open a beer and let's, let's go at it, right? That's where the kind of, and the beer logo came out came about so you can follow me at row thugs and harmony so if you know for those of you guys that, that are old school you guys know the, the band bone thugs and harmony it's a play off of that um when i was um in a uh, you know in a hockey locker room and they were like oh your name's row uh, it became bro thugs and harmony harmony was a little bit of a um you know um some of the older guys on the team just give me shit. um but it's it's stuck, and you know, so that's my Twitter handle. So it's R O, Thugs and Harmony, um, and you can follow the Genuine Draft at Genuine Draft underscore S F. And yeah, man, we 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 were we were talking Euro Cup twenty twenty, um, but you know we've always we always keep a pulse and a beat on you know, our, 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 our dear giants and, and, and our 49ers who are actually a dumpster fire, but, um, um, that's another, that's a whole nother thing, but, um, you know, thank you gentlemen for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. I could sit here and talk to you guys for another an hour, but you know, um, 
people have things to do. So that's right. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Rose. Great talking with you. Uh, we uh, we will be uh, back next week, wrapping up uh, the season and uh, letting you know kind of our off season plans. Uh, until next time, everyone. Uh, cheers, my friends. With my empty glass, I drank it all, but cheers, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Join us next time for the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until then, bottoms up.